And today, parents are meeting with leaders of the Apopka Pop Warner football program. This is in response to that shooting that ended with an 11-year-old in custody and two 13-year-old mm. boys in the hospital. West Juice Tony Atkins joins us live at the Northwest Recreation Complex this morning. Tony, we know the team has a very strong message for parents and guardians. Well, Christina, you know, the people running this program, they say they want to make sure that the parents are reassured when they drop their kids off, that they are safe in the hands of the leaders here with this football program. They sent out a statement on Facebook and they say they're working with law enforcement, offering counseling, and they even canceled yesterday's practices to set up for meetings for today. Now, Apopka police released this video from Monday night shooting and in it, police say you can see that 11 year old quickly running to his mother's car and grabbing a gun, then shooting him. Soon after, those 911 calls came into police. They said it was somebody else that was trying to do, I don't know, just, just please, make the hurry up, please. There was one shot, that's all I could, that's all we heard. We told our players to get down. I'm, I'm, everybody's just a mass exodus out of the, out of the football area. Now, I spoke with Police Chief McKinley yesterday. He said that the boy's mother was inside the car at the time of the shooting when the boy retrieved or grabbed that gun. And she said that it was inside an unlocked gun box. And police say she could face charges because the boy had such easy access to that gun. For now, reporting live in Apopka, Tony Atkins, West 2 News. Authorities arrested a second 19-year-old for his alleged involvement in a shooting that killed two people in Osceola County. Investigators accused Kishorn Armand of running over a man who was already shot several times. Deputies found another man also shot several times in the driver's seat of the car. These thugs, they don't care. They don't uh, take anybody else's life in consideration. Sir, you picked up on Armand faces charges of tampering with evidence and abuse of a dead body. 19-year-old Marquez Lamones faces charges including murder and firing a gun in public. Flagler County deputies arrested a man accused of robbing a Circle K and running away. On your face, do it now! On your face! On your face! On the ground! The robbery happened Sunday night on Palm Coast Parkway. The victim told deputies the robber held his hands in his sweatshirt as if he had a gun. Deputies found 44-year-old John Davis Jr. outside of a library parking lot. They said he had the stolen money right inside of his pocket. He now faces several charges, including theft and resisting an officer. Also out of Flagler, two others are behind bars this morning after breaking into a storage unit. Check it out. These are the two people deputies found at the facility on Moody Boulevard. Michelle Welsh and Talon Neal are accused of cutting a lock and stealing from the storage unit. And get this, the victim caught them red-handed. They now face several charges. All right, a heads up for Florida homeowners. Another insurance agency is taking action because of the high risks here in the state. We're talking about Progressive Insurance. It announced it will not renew around 115,000 policies. West 2's Anika Hope went to the experts to find out what this could mean for you. Progressive Insurance says they are not pulling out of Florida entirely, but they are rebalancing their risk exposure. So they're actually taking two actions. One is to reduce their total policies by about 115,000. The other is they're going to reduce their independent agency distribution force as well in Florida. And they're going to be eliminating some of their independent agents that represent them here in the state. 
In a statement, Progressive said that the policyholders affected will be offered a replacement policy with loggerhead reciprocal interinsurance exchange. So the first non-renewal notices will go out late this year. The first actual dates of non-renewal will begin in May 2024. Mark Friedlander of the Insurance Information Institute said those affected do not have to accept the offers from loggerhead. Friedlander also says by the time homeowners have to shop, there may be more options available. You might be able to find other coverage because there's five new insurers coming to the state. They've been approved by the state regulator. They will all be writing business in Florida by next spring. Friedlander says based on 2022 data, Progressive was the eighth largest property insurer in the state. The move will mean folks will lose their home and auto bundle deals too. But he hopes there isn't any panic. 120 days written notice is the state regulation, so you will get advance notice. Anika Hope, West 2 News. The Orange County Convention Center is getting hundreds of millions of dollars to expand. County commissioners spent about five and a half hours going over how to spend all of that money in tourist tax spending. Commissioners approved a $560 million expansion to the convention center. $90 million will go to UCF, the seating tower at its football stadium, the Bounce House. Arts and cultural affairs will also get an increase. The city of Orlando requested $260 million in upgrades for the Amway Center, but as you're about to hear, that got some pushback. Take a listen. At some point in the future, we'll come back and have the conversation about what or uh, if any of the Amway requests would be funded. Uh, I believe they'll have to pare it, it down as well. County commissioners will go over requests to replace the upper deck at Camping World Stadium, which will cost about $400 million. They will also look at the $54 million request to help build an outdoor venue at the Dr. Phillips Center. All right, at 710 and Brightline is adding more stops on their service between Central Florida and South Florida. First morning traffic expert Megan Mackey has been tracking all of this exciting development. Megan, this is actually something you gave us a heads up on earlier. Yeah, that's right, Sheldon. This has really been a part of the plan this whole time. When I took that inaugural trip from Miami to Orlando a couple weeks ago, there were only 16 trains a day. And now starting Monday, there's going to be 30. Those 15 trips will start on Monday. As I mentioned, it's all a part of the Brightline's plan to get to full service. The new hourly schedule begins with the first train leaving Orlando at 438 in the morning. The final train will depart Orlando at 854 PM. The first train leaving Miami will depart at 641 AM in the morning with the last train leaving at 941 in the evening. In addition to Miami, the train makes stops in West Palm Beach, Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale and Aventura. Brightline eventually plans on extending service to open a station in Tampa as well as along the Treasure Coast. If you do plan on booking a trip out of Orlando, we have those tickets over on our website at WESH.com.